Welcome to the Willing and Winning Podcast. Come join me, Will Hill, your host and multicultural gay best friend. I've pivoted my platform so I'm no longer just promoting a blog on Instagram. I'll now be speaking over the digital ether to create a positive space in which we can all find the will to overcome pretty much everything and open discussions on the colorful and not so colorful moments of life. If we didn't know each other before, now is our chance to meet in the middle and positively grow from here. Together, let's find the will to win. Are you ready? Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Willing and Winning podcast. It is me, your host, the one and only Will Hill. I am recording this episode sitting in my office on the floor in my Calvins and a cardigan. If you follow me on Instagram, you most likely saw that I shared this in my stories. But yeah, that is the vibes. Nothing detrimental while I'm sitting on the floor. Honestly, just comfort. It is literally comfortable. Sometimes just taking a seat on the floor and just just chilling and having a conversation that's also just chilling. So I'm in comfy vibes and I'm chatting with you guys. I will get into the bread and butter, we'll call it, of this episode. I will get to that in a bit, but we're going to catch up. How are you doing? How's the week starting for you guys? It's that midday flow. Midday, oh my god. Midweek flow, Wednesday. I'm not even going to say it because I definitely thought what we refer to Wednesday as just was beyond over overdone. So I'm not going to go there, but you know the vibes. Currently with me... I have done, I'm always reflecting, so I'm not going to say I've done, I'm always reflecting, but where I'm at in my reflecting, I have come to this point where I feel as though my current state of life is having me face moments of humility, acceptance of uncertainty, but ultimately I am being given this space to continue learning as I'm growing, which is coming with lessons that I'm grateful for because these lessons are preparing me as I'm growing into my next season of life. And I love that I can genuinely share those lessons here on the podcast, as well as with my mentees or even with those on my social com- social media community. Excuse me. I had to like burp as I was talking. Um, I'm I'm not gonna take that out. I like I was saying, as I'm growing into these the into this next season of my life, that you know, I'm grateful that I can share those lessons with you guys, with the community that I'm growing with and building. And I'm grateful that 
others are able to take what applies to their life and use it to become the best version of themselves. I mean, genuinely, that's really why I create. <clears throat> you know, I love creating because I love creating. It's just, it's always been a passion of mine. I love being able to express my creative brain, but I like when others feel inspired to then go create themselves. You know, it doesn't have to be just because I, you know, maybe I'll draw a picture of a flower and, you know, this is just an example. And I could draw a picture of a flower, you know, I'll share it. I get so excited about sharing it. And, you know, it's that energy I'm bringing when I'm sharing my work. And then, you know, at least one person has some feeling of inspiration to go out and create something for themselves. It doesn't have to be the same picture or it doesn't even have to be a picture of a flower. It could literally be a cake. But my whole thing that I love about what I do is that it does really spark something in others to tap into their creativity. And it shows them that they can be their creators of their reality. And it's just made this season of life all that much more rewarding. I think a lot of times we go through seasons that seem so hard and we really look at the negative side of it, but that's all perspective. I think if you can really see what is being given to you, you can really see the the light and the positive to it. But of course, that does require personal development and mindset practices. So I'm not just going to tell you, oh, you know, start looking at your current situation. If it's a, a growing period, that's what my mentor calls them. So that's what I've started calling them. It's not a hard day. It's not a hard week. It's a growing day or a growing week. You know, if you're in a growing period, I'm not just going to tell you, oh, start looking at it better. Because uh, I understand. I was in a place before where I would have many growing days and telling myself, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to let it bother us. It's, it's a lot easier said than done. So, but it's putting in the work that gets you to the point where you can see that during a growing period, it's meant for your growth. So that's just been where I've at in sense of reflecting. And I find myself discovering new things and moments and parts of my growing journey that I become more grateful for. Like in the sense of where I'm at with accepting humility in these moments of uncertainty, I'm grateful that I have a tribe of friends as well as business partners that are in my corner during this time because it does remind me that it is okay to turn to others and admit that you need help, but also that there are moments in life that you need to be more present 
instead of living 15 light years ahead. I recently had, I mean, as I've been connecting more with one, with one of my mentees, you know, the whole point is, you know, really getting to know each other, growing together as not just business partners, but, you know, people. It's not just all about business. So I've had a moment of vulnerability with my mentee, and I'm not going to lie, I did ask myself, like, was that not something I should have done? Is that not what a leader does? But then I sat and reflected, and I realized, no, that is what a leader does, because why would I let someone who I'm guiding to become the best version of themselves think that I've got it all together all the time? Because there are some moments we don't have it all together all the time. But pretending like we do, it creates a space of unrelatability between you and whomever. And in the sense of relatability, you know, you connect with people. That's how you connect with people. To some degree, there's got to be something relatable. And when you've got it all together all the time and you're not really sharing with others, you know, what you went through to even get to that point, it really, it disconnects. And also we do have to remember anything we see on social media is essentially a highlight reel of life. It's just the, really the good parts. Not saying like, you know, bad moments aren't shared on social media, but at the end of the day, it's a highlight reel of the good parts of life. Um, but that moment of vulnerability allowed me to be grateful that I have people in my corner to turn to, that I'm able to be vulnerable, that I don't have to hold things in. And this past weekend, I had another weekend hanging out with my really good friends from this city. And like I said, the last time we hung out, well, was last weekend, but the last time before that was a bit ago. And we've been friends since I've moved here. And since I literally started working in the restaurant and it was just so nice to just be in the moment. We were celebrating a birthday um, for my friend and her sister, they're twins, so same birthday. And it was celebrating life that just made me realize like not every moment needs to be thought about like so far ahead. Like being prepared is one thing, but like you don't have to sit and think about all of that preparedness in every single moment. And as an entrepreneur, I found, you know, it is a little hard to turn off. A lot of entrepreneurs can relate, you know, you're always thinking and planning what the next step is, but it's learning how to be present in the moment 
that can be can often be overlooked but it's something that can be you know you can learn to do you can bring yourself to being in the present moment so i'm grateful that i got to have another weekend just being with friends and celebrating life it was it was needed <clears throat> and in all of that that brought me to today's episode which is kind of going not like a i wouldn't call this a part two but in relation to an episode that i had a few episodes ago where i was chatting about my changing relationship changing relationship with social media i wanted today's episode to kind of be well not kind of to be another conversation about growing on social media specifically the focus of today's episode i am chatting about how you can still show up on social media and bring your own flavor of value in an industry that quote unquote feels saturated so this is especially going to be a good episode for you to listen to if you are someone who is currently building a brand or maybe you have a friend who is you know maybe you're not the one running wanting to run a business or create something on social media and build a platform but maybe you have a friend who is and who's into it and who's doing it but they're they're a little confused. They're not really sure like what their next step should be, or they're not really sure like what resources they should have. This is something you would want to share with them. And I feel that when it does come to talking about the secrets of success, especially growing as a digital entrepreneur, it's not that social media isn't talked about, but I feel like it's very much the surface level of this is what works on social media as in like the formula showing up on the algorithm how much you should be posting you know x y and z but the real value in all of that that i feel does get overlooked sometimes in those conversations it's that when it comes to the social media aspect of running a business most people are looking for what hot trend they can hop on and ride that wave to their success but the thing is is that you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because you're not building foundations and over the last year and a half of myself running a business and building a brand something that has been emphasized to me by my mentors is that creating an authentic space for the community to show up is important and you do that by authentically showing up as you so you can post four reels a week you know all the stories every day but if you're not doing it as you you're not really creating an authentic space for value and you're not really you're again you're putting yourself at that disadvantage because you're not building anything foundational i think about you know why i follow the people that i do and i stay caught up with them and it comes down to the fact that i like them i know them and to a degree i feel like i trust them 
And when I mean say like I know them, it's not like no, like I don't know them. Like we go out for brunches, but it's like in the sense of like I could see something on out, like if I'm taking a walk or if I'm at a coffee shop or if I'm walking through the city, I could be like, oh, that's what that person likes, or oh, that's definitely such a that person vibe. And that comes from them authentically showing up as them. You know, someone that I follow, they could have um, a footwear brand, but they're not always talking about the shoes or like the footwear brand, but it is there. It's still in what they're talking about, but it's not all they're talking about. You know, they're letting you know who they are. They're giving you an insight into their daily life. Maybe they're taking you inside what a day in the office looks like. But it's not the entire the entirety of what they're talking about. Because in the next day, you might not even be at the office. They might be showing you what their favorite brunch meal is. You know? It's authentically sharing who you are. Because whatever it is you want to do, you will be able to authentically share that with value. But when you're doing it authentically is you. So I wanted to share some of what I've learned with you guys today, because the truth is in this day and age, everything is digital. So when it comes to building a brand, many are intimidated when social media shows up. And I do think that it's because of a fear and not entirely understanding how to authentically show up on social media. Again, we're constantly told like, oh, you got to like post this much, put on the algorithm this much. This is like the hottest trend, like use this sound. And that sharing on how to authentically show up, especially when in with the way social media is, makes so many people feel like they don't know how to show up authentically as themselves it does get a little intimidating. So I wanted to touch on that today because, again, I do think that it comes from not understanding how to authentically show up as one's authentic self on social media while maintaining relevancy. So the focus is going to be how you can authentically show up as you on social media and reminding you that the market isn't saturated, you just might not be in your market. And again, these are things that I've learned and implemented from my mentors, from the resources that I've been able, been blessed. I really need to go grab water. I'm going to go do that. I'm getting myself tongue tied. I've been blessed with, you know, the mentorship and resources that have allowed me to apply what works for me to my life. So again, I'm not like sharing this as if like I'm some know-it-all, but I'm sharing what's worked for me because I always say there's at least one thing that one person can take away that just might work for them, but you never know. So give me a moment. I'm going to go grab water and then we're going to chat. <laughs> So, like I said earlier, a few episodes ago, my whole focus was how 
my relationship with social media is changing, which I know as someone whose career is in social media, you're probably like, er, what? But that is the whole point. My relationship with social media is changing because I don't want to feel like I have to be posting just to feed the algorithm. I want to provide genuine value, especially since so many people spend so much time, and I hate to say it, mindlessly checking notifications or scrolling through the social media. And, you know, I can say it because I've been there. I was someone who, before I was really into personal development and really having a solid routine, my morning routine was doing skincare, having coffee, maybe getting to a workout. But then if it wasn't until I was scheduled to do anything for intern work or to go into a serving shift, I would chill and probably watch something, nothing too mindless, you know, I would keep it balanced. I'd watch, I'd watch something educational, something, you know, maybe Nat Geo, something on the cooking channel, something to inspire me. But then I'd also, you know, watch like my shows, like The Bold Type, or maybe like recaps of Sex in the City or something on Bravo. But I wasn't really intentionally running my day. And when I would show up on social media, I would not be authentically showing up as me. You know, I really look back and I feel like there were so many times that I posted something just because it's what was getting, you know, views, like mad views on other people's content. But that wasn't me. And through building a brand and running a business, as well as the mentorship that I have had along the way, it has taught me how we have to be intentional with our time. You know, so often, so many people say, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. But busy, I have found, is not productive because how many listening have found yourself saying you, you've had a productive day over saying you've had a busy day? I mean, how many more times can you say to yourself, or even if someone says, how was your day, do you say it was productive rather than busy? And again, I was also in your shoes where I always felt like I was busy, busy, busy with no time. When we aren't being productive, we aren't allowing ourselves to move our needle closer to the goals that we want to achieve. So with me wanting to change my relationship with social media, that does come back to you because I don't want you to feel as though you're so busy and then you hopped on to my feed and then you got no value, just more time was taken up. I wanted, I want, well, I wanted, and now I've always wanted to bring value. It was really just, me learning how to authentically do that. But now that I've gotten this really good handle on it, I don't just want to be posting to post. I don't just want to show up just because everyone's posting this. I want to bring genuine value 
because that's how, you know, I learn as a person and I grow with my community. LOL. Hang on. I need an, another water break, but I'm not going to stop the recording for this one because it's right here. I did not forget it. <clears throat> I love those clear water bottles always telling you the times to be drinking water although if I'm being honest I actually I just I feel like I'm constantly rotating water bottles because I drink so much water that I mean I'm grateful that the little time checks are on there but I definitely feel that this water bottle when I got it was more of just the aesthetic purchase because we should always be hydrating so like a little side note always hydrate but you know if a water bottle that's got the timestamp on it helps honestly do it because I will say you know having that water bottle definitely it held me more accountable to making sure that I refill because for a while I was just using one and it was the one with little timestamps on it. But now that I do rotate, I'm more aware of knowing when I should be refilling. It's also more convenient, you know, to be more aware. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I don't have water. And then you have to stop. Ooh, excuse me. <clears throat> and then have to stop everything you're doing just to go refill. So it's good to, you know, have something that you can keep an eye on. And if anybody wants to know where I got my water bottle, I think I got it at Target. You could find all really good ones there. I do like those. I like Target and their home decor. Um, but none of that is the focus of today's episode. <clears throat> Today, in relation to my changing relationship with social media, to bring more value, I wanted to talk about how you can still show up on social media and, like I said, bring your own flavor in an industry that we often say feels saturated. I definitely used to say it all the time, but as I've learned and I've grown to this point, I don't like that term anymore, especially especially now that I'm an entrepreneur growing in a business with a numerous amount of others who share the same products that I do. Our individual success isn't because we work together to mentor, lead, and inspire others, or that we use our network to share our resources and that our resources help each, each and every one of us grow. Our individual success comes from the fact that we bring our own sauce with our own kind of zest to the table. So what I often have come to learn is, you know, three people can be talking about fashion on social media, but one of them is going to have a community that is engaging with them that they're also engaging with. But the reason why is because that one person is authentically doing it as them. They're not trying to show up as someone else. Now, yes, there 
are, you know, things within Instagram, you know, that could help uh, post get more views, like using a trending sound. But in using that trending sound, the authentic creator is going to find a way to authentically incorporate that into their into their content into because it's going to authentically fit into their life they're not going to try to fit into the content and i've heard from mentees from friends from people writing me on social media saying that they can never do what i do and i'm like you mean create a better life for yourself because sure you can my business system doesn't work for everyone and that is 100% okay. But what works for you is what makes you you, which will align you with what is for you. Obviously, you know, you can't just hop on social media and copy my 100% and, you know, expect a boom in growth because again, that's nothing foundational or authentic to you. So it's only a disadvantage. But maybe cooking is your thing. So instead of just posting a picture of the food with a cute caption, you share why you chose that meal. You share why you love to cook. Maybe you tweak the recipe to fit your specific dietary needs. Share how you tweaked it. Share who it's going to benefit for. You know, if you're a keto recipe person, you know, you're making call outs to the keto babes, the babes who love keto meals who are eating keto for their dietary and health needs. I'm I'm at this point where I'm understanding that you don't have to share the most traumatic parts of your life to be authentic. And I think sometimes we do misinterpret that that if you're being authentic you're sharing, you know, every part of your breakup if you're going through a breakup but you can be authentic about your life and sharing that and without sharing like the traumatic or bad parts you're also still allowed to have a private life but you show up as you you know if you're someone like me who's a coffee person you would share your coffee recipe but if you're a coffee person and everyone else is strictly matcha and you just only now start posting matcha, well, that's an authentic to you because you don't like it. You're just posting it because it's what it's what other people are doing. And side note, I do love matcha. Like, that is no joke. I literally am a matcha... I'm not even... I'm not going to say like fiend because through my self-discipline, I have made matcha my ultimate treat. So when I hit those winning points in my week or in certain goals, I treat myself to a matcha, but I am a, I'm a lover for it. <laughs> my roommates will tell you as I've now influenced their matcha love, but don't want to get too off topic. Um... I, myself, am at a point where I don't care if I don't post a reel every day because my value 
isn't just in creating reels or creating content. I've got mentees I'm leading, I've got clients I'm helping, and a life that I'm building. And if I can't authentically bring myself to share content, I'm not going to because what is the point in posting something that can't add value to someone else? Something that I've learned from listening to the Mindset Mentor podcast is that we should always make it a mission to make someone else's day better. And because I hear the Mindset Mentor literally almost five days a week, it really stuck with me. I'm not going to just post to post because what is the point in posting something again that can't add that value and if i'm going to be showing up on social media i want my community to feel better than before they hopped on i want my community to feel inspired to start choosing themselves and creating the best life possible for them like i said earlier especially as someone who used to say i'm busy i'm busy i'm busy i don't have time I don't want anyone else who's feeling that way to then use what little time they feel like they don't have to hop on social media only to feel like I've taken up more of their time. I want the value to, again, inspire, to add that boost in confidence, that boost in motivation, that creative spark. I want that value to be added to my community and I want the underlying sense of growth to be there. So the thing is about being in the market and authentically showing up as you is that now you have to remember that knowing all this, you're not in an oversaturated market. It's not oversaturated you know, that fear of, oh, I can't start building my brand or I can't start doing this because it's oversaturated. That's, no. Like I said, now as an entrepreneur and, a you know, where I'm at, I just don't like that. It's not that you're in an oversaturated market. You're not in your market. Because again, if you're not authentically showing up as you, you know, you're going to post something and it's not going to get the reaction you want. Of course, you're going to feel like the market's oversaturated. There's just too much, you know, you're not going to feel as though you're bringing the best you can because you're just not in the right market. So how do you discover your market? You tap into what makes you, you. You start with asking yourself, What are five things that are unique to you? My mentor used to ask me this all the time. She literally used to say, you know, you definitely, I know you've got value because of literally what you sit here and say to me, but on social media, you definitely just give me the vibes of, you know, a cute boy with good style. You know, start bringing these things that you genuinely are sharing with me to there. And once... I started seeing how, you know, me making my coffee in the morning, you know, that is something that instead of just posting the picture, now I'm sharing why my coffee routine in the morning is important to me with my community. I'm actually feeling, well, 
not to sound crazy, but you know, when others and you guys are, you know, responding back and you're sharing your coffee recipes, why you love to have coffee in the morning, why your coffee time is important. It's literally like sitting in a cafe and having that conversation over a cup of coffee. So now there's connection actually happening, but it's authentic connection. You know, I'm not going to post on my social media that in the morning I'm a kombucha. I mean, I don't know if, if kombucha is a morning drink, but I'm not going to be posting on my social media that I'm a morning kombucha person because if I'm being honest, I don't really like kombucha. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not it's not on my palate if I'm being honest. And when my mentor really got into because again, I don't want to totally sidetrack. When my mentor got into, you know, asking me these, you know, why I love to have my morning coffee or why do I love fashion or why do I love styling X, Y, and Z? And she started sharing with me, you know, that there's nothing wrong with me sharing, you know, sharing any of that on social media that I, as me, have my own zest in the sauce that yes I can make these things that make me me and share those I can make those into content sorry I was getting sidetracked because I'm still sitting on the floor and the fish tank is right in front of me and the snail is going right up the side and I got a little distracted but Getting back to being serious, um, in coming down to establishing those five things that make you you, they're only going to be unique to you. So then you'll be able to start working those and building off of that. So another way to look at it is what are five things that you do in your day to day that no one else is doing? In your, you know, if you think about your group or your social community, you know, the people you hang out with. In as yourself, what are five things that you're doing in your day to day that no one else in that group is doing? But these are the things that people are coming to you for. Believe it or not, you are someone with value. And sometimes it takes practicing a little more self-awareness and personal development to see the value that we offer others. Something that has, you know, helped me in establishing the things that make me me when I'm creating content is I don't think about the other, the other creators that I follow. I don't think about what's being posted out. And that also does come with personal development. That took a while for me to learn that, you know, I really had to be cautious of my creative energy. But when my mentor asked me to think about these five things that really make me me, that are so specific to me, and I started blocking out everything else that, you know, wasn't me, I got down to these core things. So when it came to fashion, Yes, I love fashion. I love, you know, style, but I'm not a trend forecaster. So I'm not, you know, always going to be 
researching for what's going to be coming three seasons out. Now, when it comes to trend, you know, I definitely love talking about things that I'm loving currently. So I'm going to share that. But I'm not going to tell you that in three seasons, you should be expecting this to come. I've, I've tried it. And, you know, that's just more research than I would like to do with my time in fashion. So I'm not going to share that on my social media. But I'm also just not a fashion person. I like to cook. And I like to cook because it allows me the time and space to slow down. So I'm going to share that. I'm gonna, That's what I'm going to share as far as cooking goes. I didn't go to culinary school and I'm not a world star chef. So I'm not, you know, going to be slinging five-star recipe descriptions. But I'm going to tell you, one, how I did it, why I did it, you know, and why I love to cook because it's going to share. It's like, you know, that whole Disney Channel thing, pass the plate. I'm literally passing my plate with you on social media because, you know, maybe you'll find this recipe. You'll see something in it that you like. Maybe you'll see something you don't like. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to tweak that because that's just not for me. And then you'll be able to enjoy your own version of that. But now you've created your own reality and created something new to your reality that you might not have done before if I would have just shown up and posted a picture of a a bowl of pasta because we've all seen bowls of pasta. And in the sense of me protecting my creative energy, like I was starting to say, is that something that has even helped me more specifically when I'm doing creative brainstorming is I'm very limiting on if I'm what I'm listening to or what's on in the background. So music and podcasts, I don't listen to while I'm doing the creative brainstorming. I like to listen to frequency because it just keeps me locked into a a more state of focus. And there are other times when I'm honestly, I'll just sit in silence because I need to hear what, what my mind needs to say not so much of what else external is going on. And like I said, basically what I'm doing here is I'm protecting my creative energy. So the most authentic parts of me can be seen and heard in my content. And this is just something that I have found that does work for me. But again, you know that I'm going to share it here because you're, if you're someone who gets creative blocks and you're unsure why, you know, that could be why, the external. So this could be something that works for you. And if not for you, maybe someone you know also gets creative blocks. They're not really sure why, but they also are very heavy on external noise or external background. You know, maybe you could be like, hey, I heard on this podcast, you should be a little more protective of your creative energy. I'll share it with you. But with all of that being said, I want to emphasize that if you're out here wanting to start building a brand, 100% start that brand, 100% start that business, 100% start that fashion collection. You are worthy and you have the value to share. 
You just have to tap into what makes you you and why you want to share that with the community you want to share it with. Remember to ask yourself those five things that are very specific to you within your community. So to get more specific on that, what are those five things that you are doing that your community comes to you for? Best, okay, that's the best way I'm gonna word that. What are those five things that are specific to you that your community comes to you for because they know that no one else is gonna do it like you can do it? Start tapping into practices that make you more self-aware <clears throat> so you can start leaning into where you can see where you bring value to others. You know, for example, maybe you have the best recipe for bread. And anytime your friends are having a little get together, you end up being the one that gets the call up and they're like, hey, do you mind, you know, bringing a loaf, you know, making a loaf for this weekend? You know, we want to do this with charcuterie. Actually, charcuterie is a cheese plate, bread and meat. I, we're not going to get into, the, into the, all the specifics of that. The whole point is you... I've got that best bread recipe. You make some really damn good bread. And your friends, they come to you every time. They're, you've got, they've got festivities going on and they want your bread there. Perhaps before you even know it, you can be opening a bakery that not only inspires others to be more self-loving as they're choosing to be health conscious, but you could be the one that's now breaking generational curses and building a well of generational wealth. But you would never know if you would continue to allow yourself to sit there and say that you can't do it because it's so oversaturated that you don't really have value to bring. There's a lot of brands in the world, that is true, but those brands aren't you you aren't saturated unless you allow yourself to be. You have value, you just need to tap into it. So start choosing to show up authentically as you and you'll be able to build whatever it is you want to build. So don't let that fear of, oh, well, they also have a bakery. Okay, well, that's, that's great. Why is your bakery going to be the best damn bakery on the block start tapping into those things and start showing up authentically as you and you will lead and attract you will attract the tribe and community that you're meant to lead that is what i've got for you guys for the, today i am going to uh, wrap up the rest of my evening because I'm recording this on a Monday, Monday night. You're hearing this on Wednesday. I'm going to go wrap up my evening now that my day is officially done. I'm going to rehydrate because I can feel my throat. She's getting scratchy. But I will leave my Instagram and the podcast Instagram in the show notes. And I will chat with you guys next week.